Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Pro Sports better Joey Kinnish stops by 20 minutes from now. Lockmas meets eight buckets, lightning round edition, pack 12 win totals on the way. So two are our bets for tonight in the final hour, power hour of the show. But for now, we continue our discussion on NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, getting you, dear listener and dear viewer, set to bet and hopefully win um, with this award. So going to break in the last segment, I was talking about B. John Robinson, and he should be the favorite. I'm not making a case for him not to be the favorite. It would be stupid if he weren't the favorite, obviously. Just that, you know, to Ken's point, I I don't know like how much much more this price is gonna like I think you'll get a better price right over the course of the year probably on Bijan than plus two fifty because it's like what's gonna happen in week one and this is I think an actually like real estate it's not like a pie in the sky scenario like Bijan let's say has like fifteen carries for eighty yards and Tyler Algier has you know nine carries for sixty five yards like yeah Bijan's really good also he's it's not like his backfield. And I think that's what people are expecting is that it's just Bijan's backfield, Ken, and he's going to get all the carries. And it's just like not the case. The head coach is literally saying that it's not the case. Now, he'll be the 1A, and he'll be like the main focal point of the offense, but he's not the focal point of the offense. This is not like Emmett Smith back in the day for the Cowboys, LaDainian Tomlinson back in the day for the Chargers. He's not going to have 28 carries per game, at least not the start. He's going to be, Algier's going to get some work. I Zeke think Cordero Patterson, Ezekiel Elliott, yeah. Leonard Fournette, his rookie year with the Jaguars. Like, sure. I don't think this is that. Saquon Barkley, rookie year with the Giants. I don't think that's what this is going to be. Like, I really don't. And I think he's a great player, but I, I don't know. So for Bijan, I... uh I don't think I can ever get there, Ken, on this price. And I know that, that, that you agree. So why don't we touch on – or go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, so of uh, the other players, and I think this is like a fun way to do it. If you know the award market's going to be open all year, and yeah, like you're going to get this wrong sometimes. This isn't like the – we're not cracking the code to figure out how to make valuable bets in every single award market. But is there are there really obvious like red flags for certain week one matchups versus others, right? If we're trying to figure out – what is the most likely, not how it's going to work, because football's random, what is the most likely way in which the market turns as week one ends? Okay, like, like to compare two players, CJ Stroud is playing at the Ravens defense on the road. Quentin Johnston is playing a home game against Miami with a total of about 900. Like, whose price do you think is more likely to drop? I mean, just like, just work the problem a little bit here. Uh, Bryce Young's playing a road game with a terrible offensive line in a loud stadium. What's their, re- what's a, re- with the lowest total on the board? Like, what's a real, uh, second lowest, I think, actually. I think Washington, Arizona's lower. Uh, just what's a realistic expectation? What's an average expectation? And how does the market move if you get the average expectation? So I just, I mean, like, bets to make. To be fair, Anthony Richardson, home game Jags. That's not bad. 
Like you can do something with that. That's like, if you're just talking about which quarterback is most likely to have a price drop. Um, so I just, that's how I'd be thinking about these things. Cause if it's just that you like a guy, like I think this player is really good and I think he's going to win, then you may not want to bet him now. Like if you think B. John Robinson's going to win, like, I don't know what you gain by betting him today and not two months from today. And if you bet him two months from today, then you get to dodge anything. And if he gets hurt in the next eight weeks, then you don't lose the bet in that situation. Like he's what, he's going to be minus 200 in, in a month from now with all of these other relevant players around. There's just, there's too many competitors for him to like stay at a price like that. Unless he has like four touchdowns a game or something. I mean, it's just unrealistic. I think he could hold as the favorite for a long time, but that's it. And he's already the favorite. Um, so again, I just, it's, it's just, I don't have a great answer for like the skill position player. That's definitely going to, to drop in price. I think Gibbs is really interesting. He plays the standalone primetime game at night with a high total against the chiefs where they're gonna have to score a billion points. And their offense was amazing last year. That seems like a pretty good setup for somebody's price to drop. Now, I don't know about like fantasy and usage and all these specific things, but like as going into a week that's a pretty good opportunity to have a good performance and see your price drop. And then the receivers, you kind of work the problem the same way and see what you come up with. So, um, yeah, I think it leads you to like at least a small bucket of guys to bet now, maybe not the winner, but like prices likely to drop is how I would think about this. Uh, we need, what we need is, uh, we need the beastie boy sounder from intergalactic. Yeah. Like the price most likely to mm, drop. Uh, so I, I, I'll give you like a couple seconds on each of these guys here and kind of like sure. where I see the price going at least early in the season. You're 100% right on Jameer Gibbs. My comp for him all along since like before the draft is Percy Harvin. I don't know how Detroit's going to use him. I don't think any right. of us know, but we do know that Detroit has like a wonderkin, like offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. So like, is he going to be like a traditional running back? Is he going to be more of like catching the football? Is he going to be both? Is he going to return kicks? I don't think we know yet, but I do agree like standalone game. And it's, it's funny, right? Cause the game that I'm thinking of actually was a, and this player played for the chiefs when they won the, and they won the season opener was Kareem hunt in his debut against the Patriots in Foxborough and Alex Smith, Andy Reid and the chiefs and Kareem hunt yeah. had like his coming out party in that game where I could see against Kansas city. I'm not saying Detroit's going to win the game. I've also laid Kansas city at a number less than a touchdown, but like I could see Gibbs having like a monster performance in this game, like at least a couple monster plays that make people go, Oh my God. Like this guy is like, I got athletic freak, like which he is. So Gibbs is interesting. Smith and Jigba is like not going to play in week one. Maybe he will. Right, I so think why it's would extremely you bet him unlikely. Again, so you would never bet him. the problem. Why would you bet? It should be, should be the number one player you don't bet right now. Because you know what's going to happen to his price? Oh, here's a guarantee for you. You know what's going to happen to his price? It's not going to go down. Can't. Not going to play. Probably goes up. Maybe stays the same. Most likely goes up. Because someone else is going to do something. So again, just like it's, it, it's not just who do you like. Oh, you think this guy's going to have a big year? Great. Has nothing to do with the question. Like actually has nothing to do with it. Who's going to have a big uh, week one? Who's going to have a big first month? That kind of stuff. So Addison is 16 to one. Um, if you think he's going to have a big game, I think it stands to reason that you think Tampa's going to score a little bit in that game against Minnesota. Um, so Minnesota's going to have to throw the ball a little bit. I don't know if I love Addison like in week one. I think we'll kind of like, we'll wait to see, kind of look at what his prop number is. Zay Flowers is a 20 to one. I think we all kind of love Zay Flowers, the player, and like the idea of Zay Flowers. Also, like we don't know what the target distribution is going to be like in this Ravens offense. And you can be bullish, right, on Zay in fantasy. And you could say like, well, I think over the second half of the season, Zay's talent will yeah. win out. And like that can be right. Also, that's not a preseason game. Thing. Guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Scored a touchdown against Washington where everybody's just like, okay, 
Like that's this guy is amazing. Everything you read about him, camp is just like, yeah, this guy's unbelievable. And and he you to be to your point about like maybe later in the year he gets better. Like two of the receivers on the rot, like Rashad Bateman injury history, Odell Beckham injury history. Like it's like plenty plenty of path here to end up being like a way bigger role. Um, you know, he's an interesting one because the price is so high, like God, I mean, like, I don't even know if he has to do a lot for the price to drop a little, like catches one touchdown. He's probably not 20 to one anymore. I mean, that's probably just like the end of that. So I just, he's kind of like on a knife edge of like, you could actually think about, but you'd be early on him, but like, you don't want to be late when the price is so big, I guess would be a way I would frame it with guys in that range. Uh, You better, you bet with Nick and Ken talking offensive rookie of the year, Quentin Johnston at 20. Um, it is a huge total over 50 in the Chargers Dolphins game in week one. I think at best right now, and like we can have a conversation over the balance of the year. And like Johnston is going to be a guy that I'm going to look to bet at some points, like to win offensive rookie of the year, because his ceiling is absolutely immense with the Kellen Moore offense, vertical threat. Like I think he could be like smash in the second half of the season. I don't know if it's now because right now he profiles at best as the fourth option on his own offense behind Eckler, big Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Now, as the season moves along and he gets more reps and he gets more acclimated in the offense this is just how like things go generally, right? doesn't have to be like this, but it generally how it goes. Like I think he smashes in the second half of the year. So I think Johnston's a guy can, that I wouldn't bet now. I think you'll actually get a better price as the season moves along because I, I don't think he pops like immediately Hyatt's interesting, right? For the giants at 25 to one, I, there's a chance he's their best wide receiver, like already, like right now. And Darren Waller plays tight end. So Waller is like their best pass catcher, but Hyatt could be the best receiver immediately. I can see him catching a touchdown against the Cowboys in week one. So he's a little interesting there. So out of Addison, Zay, Quinton Johnston, Hyatt, any of these guys tickle your fancy at all for a bet like now, or maybe like targeting for something after week one. And if not, we can move on to some other names. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's tough to, like it's 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 two different questions like who do i kind of like this year there is a part of me that thinks addison's just awesome but like do i want to bet him like week one against tampa's corners and like a defensive conservative coach like that's their strength like do i really want to bet him at this price for that so like that's where i'm kind of like eh like i think i i think i might just wait um it's funny we're gonna have kanish on later he is like partly responsible for why gibbs is priced like this because he loves jameer gibbs this year he might be right I mean, he really might be right. Like, it's just, there's a lot of like role uncertainty with some of these players where we're just like, not really sure. Let me ask you about Hyatt. So like, my answer is kind of like, and I, I started by saying this too, like, I don't have a locked in guy, but I think like, let's at least narrow the range that like, I think it's a, probably a better idea to focus on these guys for week one uh, or wait and watch. But like, I wouldn't jam B. John Robinson week one. I would definitely not bet Smith and Jigba. I wouldn't bet Stroud. Uh, I wouldn't bet Bryce Young like maybe Richardson, like Richardson would be a little interesting with like that home matchup Um, with Jalen Hyatt. Like is, is he in line to like ever be like the starting wide receiver one week one? Like, is that like in his range of outcomes now with three weeks to go? Um, I don't know if he's going to be like, like the nominal starter, like on Sunday night football, when they do the introductions, I think it'll probably be Hodgins Slayton on the outside with Paris Campbell in the slot. 
and Darren Waller as as a starting tight end. But like Hyatt's, go- he's just he's just going to get opportunities. Like they were aggressive in wanting him in the draft. He's got an unbelievable skill set, and like you saw him catch the touchdown. And I understand it's a preseason game and he's playing against backups. But I mean, just think about it. And there are people a lot smarter than me doing film breakdown on stuff like this. Like if, if Waller's going to command so much attention, and you can make the case, well, Slayton's fast also. Get yeah, guess what? He's also not Jalen Hyatt. Hyatt won the Bolitnikov last year. Like they're just not, they're not the same. They're just not. And uh, and this and this regime drafted Jalen Hyatt. They didn't draft Slayton. Now they gave Slayton a new deal, albeit not a lot of money. Um, I don't know if it's week one for Hyatt, like the start, but I could see Hyatt like two for fifty-five and a touchdown in week one, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, subjectively, totally subjectively. I mean, you could totally see him like cooking Trevon Diggs on a double move and catching like a 60 yard touchdown. <laughs> like it's just, it's almost like, I feel like the play has already happened in my brain and now it just needs to happen in the Sunday night football game. So yeah, I think, it, you know, receivers with upside, I really, really like early in this year because the way the pricing has been done, the quarterbacks are getting a ton of credit and I don't love them. Uh, and Bijan is holding a ton of win probability and he's really good, but like, that lets you get really big prices on guys who could also have a really big season. So I think it's trying to like nail the one or two receivers who pop or bet Gibbs. I think like that, all that stuff's interesting. Um, And then like, I don't know what to do with Richardson. I think he's the only guy where I'm like, I just don't know. And, and maybe, maybe he ends up being the winner, but I don't know what to do with him. We'll hit at the other players in this market offensive rookie of the year as we move along in the show. But hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We start it. Pro Sports Better Joey Kanish joins Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.